All right, welcome to the Questions of Faith podcast. I'm your host, Brad Stevens, here with Dr. Timothy Lurito. I don't have a wacky title for you today. It's just Dr. Tim. (laughs) Thank God, right? (laughs) (laughs) I don't know. I'll have to work on something better for next time. Uh, Yeah, but what's going on in your life right now? um, Mid-March. Yeah, yeah. Time, the year is flying by. Uh, It's hard to believe that um, it seems like time goes faster and faster the older that I get. And I know I'm not super old or anything like that, but it does seem like... Uh, seasons go by so much faster and just and you have a really cool new season coming up you're telling me about um, you're working on a book yeah yeah I have I've uh, putting all that school knowledge to use hopefully yeah putting it to some practical use Um, I am working on uh, publishing uh, my dissertation into a form that uh, can be consumed by Brad (laughs) well (laughs) that that is uh, you know reader friendly and that, you know, I have read a little bit of it yeah it's very very good yeah so it'd be very it's beneficial. on speaking in tongues and so hopefully it will be uh, a benefit to uh, the church and as a whole and uh, to individual uh, practitioners of, of speaking in tongues so well, I'm exciting. excited it's uh, it's been uh, and it's really uh, you know it's about a nine month a process yeah. yeah so it's uh like it doesn't happen overnight no and so it's it has its uh, it's exciting moments and then it's like oh so much more to do on it so <laughs> but it's we'll coming see. to a, a books a million amazon kindle yeah. near you hopefully. hopefully yeah that's the goal right? <laughs> we'll see but until we can munch on that we have a question sure for this week so this week's question is what is the biblical definition of hope hmm. hope you have caused me to hope. That's that's what I think of mm. when I hear hope. Mm. So what is the biblical definition of hope? Okay, good. Yeah, what does it mean to hope? And what does that look like from a biblical perspective? Um, it kind of gets thrown around because you, yeah. you hear people say like, well, I hope this is going to happen. Mm. Mm. Yeah, 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 yeah. And that's even just in a you know secular sense. Sure, sure, yeah. Uh, you know, I think that's a good place to start is maybe to distinguish between uh, what a um secular definition of hope might be and then contrast that with a biblical definition of hope um and so yeah to to say that you know this modern world uh, they place their hopes in you know human efforts in um you know this humanistic philosophy type of deal where uh you know if we uh, just uh work harder if we just try harder uh, we're gonna get better and better and better, and kind of will this thing, yeah, to will and work into existence. Yeah, our hope is in our ability to uh, progress and to get better. Uh, and this, um, that's something that really has uh, impacted uh, our society, and even can creep in and has been creeping into the church as a whole. Um, uh, you know, even when it comes to like social issues that we're we're dealing with in our culture right now, um, you know, this idea that the solution for social problems is that we can, um, you know, our hope is that we can make man better, and we'll come to a better solution. Mm. And while I think that there are, you know, certainly some degrees of that, you know, socially uh, making aware of, you know, making our conscious aware of these social things at some core fundamental level, we have to recognize that, our humanity. Yeah. The, the, the issue. We can only get so good. Yeah. Within and of ourselves. Right. The issue is deeper than mm-hmm. the surface social issues that there is a, a real fundamental problem that we face as humans that can't go away by putting our hope in humans. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. And, and I think we, we want to recognize that that is a real problem that even frankly, the church can fall into. And uh, I don't want to get political, but you have, can see that happening where people have put hope in, uh, in people to bring about uh, certain mm-hmm. things that they want to take place. Um, and it's really bad when those people fail. Yeah, yeah. And it's a humanistic hope, even though they 
you know, the the cause may be good, but to recognize that that they're putting hope in humanistic, it's really humanistic philosophy. Something that's broken that can only go so far. Right, exactly. And um, I think that as a, as a church, as the church, that we, we recognize that uh, that these these that our hope um, can be human centered, and it can quickly go to those things as a starting point to recognize. Uh, I need to be aware of my hope being founded in humanistic philosophy, even unaware. Like I, I you know, until it's pointed out, you don't remember. Oh, wow! Like. I did have my hope based upon things that are uh, human-centered instead of, and we're going to find out, obviously, that's not the biblical definition of hope, but starting from a framework of understanding how much um, hope that we can put into humanistic means that are going to ultimately fail us and are going to ultimately cause us to um you know be disappointed in the fact that they don't uh they they don't reach the goals that we thought they would and really even if they do reach the goals that we want them to uh if the source is human it will ultimately fail us and our hope being uh destroyed and so uh, i think that's a good starting point to we're going to contrast uh you know this with biblical hope, but recognizing how much uh, humanistic philosophy can impact our hopes and how much hope we can put in those things should cause us as a church to—we just want to be aware of that and guard against putting our hope in things of this world or humans— to provide a source of uh, solution. So, so if you had to give a definition, what what is just hope? Mm, if you mm. had to just give a simple definition for what hope is. Mm, okay, yeah. So I'd say, you know, to put confidence in, to uh, put trust in, to put uh, your... Uh, Me, I kind of think if it's something that I want to happen, mm, you know, it's a desire, possibly. Mm. That's the way I've always kind of viewed hope is oh, okay. like hopes and dreams, that kind of... Mm. That kind of um, yeah. So thought. I'm taking hope to be deeper than just a wish or a desire. Okay. Uh, more than just a, I would like this outcome to take place. Like, um, my son mm-hmm. hopes it snows. You know, yes. in the winter, uh-huh. he you know he hopes that it will snow. Uh, but we live in Texas, right? And so that <laughs> hope is 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 not based upon uh any type of foundation really that is plausible. I mean, it can snow, but uh, it's not a watch it drop like three <laughs> feet this week <laughs> in March, right? Yeah. Uh, but this idea that um, hope being more than just a wish or a desire, but it being something that I put my trust and my confidence in. Okay. And so you know you wouldn't put your trust or your confidence in it going to snow, right? Because especially in Texas, that would be a that would be a, a foolish hope, mm-hmm. right? Um, because that hope w- is not based upon anything firm at all. And mm-hmm. so what we're saying within a humanistic philosophy, recognizing that people putting their hope, their trust, their confidence in man and, or in uh, this, you know, in society to be able to fulfill, fix, certain, fix the certain prop, things. The human right, right, right. We're mm-hmm. saying that that is a, a hope that is going to ultimately be disappointed. Mm-hmm. Um, because that foundation is uh, is not built on anything that will last. Okay. Does that make sense? Mm-hmm. That does. That does. Yeah. That helps me get a starting point of what you're trying to get to. Yeah. So um, hope, therefore, f- um, is something that we are putting our confidence in, our trust in as a source of providing us with, uh, you know, a firm, foundation for life and for, um, you know, proving out our uh, our desires that we would like to see to take place. And so Paul talks about in 2 Corinthians 
um, talking about how that as humans, we have, he calls it the sentence of death. Um, basically, this, um, this sin that is within us, it is this, um, this condition of we, like somebody who's on death row, has been sentenced to like this judgment, this verdict of death upon us. Uh, and he says, because this, we should not trust in ourselves, but in God who raises the dead, who delivers us from so great a peril of death and will deliver, deliver us, he on whom we have set our hope, and he will deliver us. So Paul is is talking about how that not putting our hope, our confidence, our trust in Something and, that's sentenced to die. Exactly. That's going to fall apart. That is sentenced to uh, destruction, uh, eternal Now, is this talking about eternal death, or is this talking about the, the mortal? Mm. Yeah, in this, context, now death. in this context, it's talking about uh, physical death. Okay. Physical death. Uh, well, it has implications. putting your hope in humanistic mm-hmm. ideology. Right, for okay. sure. Uh, and trusting in, in those things as a source of... Uh, building our hope upon, and instead he's saying we need to put our hope in uh, Christ, who was raised from the dead, and it has doesn't have that uh, that corrupt you know sin uh, nature in. He doesn't him. have that sentence, right? He doesn't have that sentence mm-hmm. of death, um, but rather uh, he is has been proven to be faithful and been proven to be one who we can put our hope in. He's faithful, having defeated death, having defeated uh, the thing that is our Achilles heel, the thing that has caused us to um, be in the condition that we're in as a, as a world and as, as humans. He has defeated that. So instead of putting our hope in things that are ultimately going to fail and that have the sentence of death upon them, put your hope and confidence and trust in one who has defeated death and defeated all of those things. Okay, well, that really helps me, that kind of simplified definition, because honestly, I... I don't know if I have ever put more stock into the word hope than mm. wishes and dreams and that mm. kind of mentality of what I would want to happen. Mm. So the, this is this is deeper. This is this is more than that. Yes, 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 yes. So you know we use the word hope a lot of time in this probably a little too flippantly. Yeah, and a you know kind of this uh, cross your fingers type thing. You know, honestly, yeah, mm-hmm. a. Uh, it would be nice if this would happen. I hope this happens, um, but it is not. It doesn't have any weight associated with it. If it doesn't happen, it's totally okay. I didn't really put my confidence in it. I really didn't put any stock in it coming to pass. Um, it was just a. It was just a desire, something I would have liked to happen. Mm-hmm. Um, but biblically, there's more. Yes, yes. The, way more. It, it, yeah, it's way deeper than than that, and really even. Outside of biblical, people are hoping all the time. Uh, they may not use that word, but what they're doing when they put their confidence in man, they put their trust in uh, certain things, they are hoping in that. Uh, they, are, uh, they are hoping in a real sense of the word and putting their trust and confidence in that. And we do that all the time in a myriad of different ways, maybe not use that word hope. Uh, but that's exactly what they're doing is they're putting their hope in that um, in that that situation coming out like they'd like it to be. So biblical hope is this firm conviction regarding the promises of God and regarding uh, who he is and who he says he is, who he revealed himself, that produces confidence that he's going to do what he's said he's going to do. So this, Biblical hope is the conviction, it's the belief that God is who he says he is and is going to do what he said he's going to do, and because I have that confidence, or I'm sorry, 
And because I have that conviction, I believe that, it produces confidence. Hmm. Okay. So I, I believe, I have faith, okay, we're going to use that biblical term, faith, that faith in God and who he is and what he has said and what he uh, has done in the past uh, gives me, uh, uh, I have that conviction that it's true. It gives me confidence that he will continue to be who he said he would be and continue to do what he said he would do. And so when we talk about hoping in God, it's not this, you know, wishing in God or, you know, cross your fingers type of moment, but rather to, to say that you have hope in God is to say, I have a firm conviction that gives me confidence that God will do what he said he would do. I have this uh, my faith, my conviction is that God will do what he said he would do, and that the the outworking of that faith is a confidence that says he is going to do what he said he was going to do. And that confidence is the hope. Mm. That confidence is what hope is. So uh, the writer of Hebrews says, now faith is the substance of things hoped for. So faith is the conviction. Faith is the belief. I believe in God and what he has said. And the the substance of hope is that confidence. That confidence because I believe God and what he has said, I I hope in him with confidence knowing that he is going to do what he said. And the the hope the writer of Hebrews says is the evidence. So the hope that 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 mm, that okay. confidence mm-hmm. is the evidence is where it's seen out, mm-hmm. played out that I have faith have in faith. God. Yeah. So okay. so hope is the the real actual fleshed out lived out uh, confidence of of faith. Of faith. Okay. Yeah. Does that make sense? Yes, that does. That that pulled it all together. That okay. verse that tied it that helped me out a lot. Yeah, which I probably did that and didn't realize it mm. in a way. Sure, 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 sure. Yeah, uh, you know, maybe not have that terminology, but mm-hmm. have that that practical, mm-hmm. you know, understanding. But 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 having this terminology, this confidence. Yeah, yeah, yeah. In God, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. exactly. Okay. Yeah, and so you know, the Bible talks about how that Abraham, how that against hope believed in hope. And it's kind of a weird turn of phrase. <laughs> Eyes got real wide there for a minute. <laughs> yeah, it's kind of this weird phrase, turn of phrase, but uh-huh. it's this idea of that against what would seem logical to put his confidence in, he placed his he believed in the confidence that he had in God. Or in other words, I mean, you know the story of Abraham. Um, I don't want to go into all that, but but this um, moment where he's up on this mount and he's about to mm-hmm. sacrifice his mm-hmm. son, he believed, the writer of Hebrews said, that, that God was even able to raise his son up from the dead. Mm-hmm. So against what his confidence you have confidence in something yes everyone has confidence in something mm-hmm. so it's where we're putting that confidence mm-hmm. we have hope in something sure everyone has oh, hope yeah. in something absolutely so it's we need to put it though in god and that's what Abraham. okay yeah so against what what would Possib- logical logical you know logic mm-hmm. hope yes that mm-hmm. would put its confidence in um he needs to protect his son exactly mm-hmm. and that you know this this is actually going against what he thought God would do and God said he would make you know his seed a you know nation and all this stuff but he believed so much he hoped so much his faith was so such strong of a conviction such strong of a conviction that his confidence in God was that even if he did kill Isaac that, that God, God would, would raise, raise him, him from up. The dead. Yeah. Do you see how mm-hmm. how powerful that is played out in in a real situation where my faith, my confidence, where my faith, my conviction about God and who He is, 
moves me in confidence to obey him and to follow him, even though logic, quote unquote, would say it doesn't make sense. Because really, the most logical thing to do in any situation is to hope in God and to put your faith and hope in but him. If your hope in God results in something that is bad, we have such a hope that God's going to work through it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, this idea. That's, that's layers there. Uh, yeah, there is a lot of layers there, but this idea of... But that you're right. That's very powerful that mm-hmm. even if logic plays through and is true, mm-hmm. you know, if the bad thing happens, that God's still going to somehow... It's the and culmination... So I'm okay with that. Yeah, wow. it's, it's the culmination of, uh, of Romans where Paul says that he works all things together for our good. It's this, uh, my faith and my, my conviction in who God is, who he is leads me to have a confidence that he is doing everything in my life. He's working it for my good. And that doesn't mean that everything's good, right? There's a lot of things that happen that aren't good. That's not what it's saying. It's not saying everything's good. But what it's saying is that, that I know who God is, and, and I believe he is who he said he is that he is faithful, and he has proven himself to be that. And so I put my, uh, my confidence, my hope in him that in the situation that I'm in currently and in my life as a whole, that he is working it for my ultimate good, regardless of the moment where it doesn't look quote unquote good. Does that make sense? It does. And does this pair with last week's episode of mm. then being biblically content? Yes. Yeah. Oh, great. Okay. Great observation. This idea that the reason why I can be content is because my confidence, my hope is in God. Mm. And that enables me to to be content even when um a situation might look uh, awful and bad and be not what I would like it to be. But when my hope is in God, um, that that will not and cannot change regardless of the circumstances around me. Yeah, so uh, our faith is built upon a hope in God's faithfulness. And I, I don't, I think a lot of times we, we, don't really think hard enough about the faithfulness of God and think about that as a core aspect of who he is and his nature, that this idea that it's impossible for God to be anything but what he is. And one of those things is faithful. Yes. It's impossible for him to be unfaithful to you. Exactly. It's impossible for him to be unfaithful. and. It's impossible for him to, because he is faithful and he remains, he's the same yesterday, today, and forever. Because of that, all of his other characteristics continue to be what they are and will always be what they are. Because he's faithful. Because he's faithful, (laughs) right? And that my hope, my confidence, my confidence is in that, is in that faithfulness, is in that fact that what he has been, he will always be, and that will never change regardless of anything else which should then build our hope even more yes it okay. should right uh-huh. when we have that understanding of my hope resting in him my confidence resting in him it is actually the safest place to put your confidence it's the safest place to put your hope um, because it's the only thing that is unchanging. It's the only place to put your confidence that will never change. And in doing so, you recognize how powerful uh, hope really is and how it is what the writer of Hebrews called the anchor of our soul. When we put our hope in him, it tethers us mm-hmm. in a firm place that cannot be shaken, cannot be moved, no matter what else happens. And 
it hope produces hope like it builds yeah. upon itself uh-huh. as you do that So in thinking about biblical hope, uh, we want to say that one of the things that uh, we can look to as a source of our hope is the resurrection of Jesus. And as the fullness of the Godhead bodily, he, uh, you know, 100% God, 100% man, that his, uh, his death, his resurrection, his, the resurrection being a foretaste and a um, a real tangible thing that we can point to as an indicator of the fact that hope in God is true and hope in God is a valid that it's not uh, unlogical to put your hope in God because the one that you've put your hope in has rose from the dead, has defeated uh, death, hell, and the grave, has been victorious over sin, and has conquered everything that would seek to conquer us, right? That would Mm -hmm. be our ultimate um, uh, destruction. And so uh, Paul points this out in 1 Corinthians chapter 15. If If you look at the context of 1 Corinthians 15, the entire chapter is about the resurrection entire chapter is about the resurrection. And in in verse 9, he says, if we have hoped in Christ in this life only, we are of all men most miserable, or to be most pitied, is is what that word means, miserable. We are are to be, uh, we should, if our hope in Christ was strictly in this world, or the here and now, yeah, even the things that he did mm-hmm. um, in this, we would be all, we would be we should be pitied if our hope was in a uh, a good moral teacher or somebody who did you know good things or whatever. But our hope in Christ is not only about what he did in this life, but he resurrected from the dead, and so our hope is in the fact that he has defeated death, hell, and the grave. And so this idea of biblical hope being found in the fact that God, uh, the Bible talks about that even before the foundations of the world, that God had this this plan of redemptive history and that its fullness completion was uh, borne out on Resurrection Sunday is a proof should be a proof to us uh, that our hope is not misguided. Our hope is not a fairy tale. Our hope is not in uh, something that will disappoint because what our hope is in defeated death. And that same hope is what will helps us to defeat death as well. Exactly. Yeah. And so this, you see, this hope for us is an eternal hope. Mm Mm-hmm because uh, of the fact that Christ has defeated death. And so that that the, the resurrection, uh, maybe we can talk about that in uh, another podcast sometime, but it is this linchpin for our hope because it validates everything that Jesus did, and it, it validates everything that God did in sending uh, his son to this world, and so we look t- to see: is our hope, uh, our confidence, is it well placed? Is it uh, in something that is firm? I mean, I know we we say it's in God, so it's firm. But how do we really know that it's firm? Because uh, what Jesus Christ did in rising from the dead, we can say that our hope, our confidence, is in something that is uh, beyond. 
this world is beyond the, mm-hmm. uh, the, the impacts of death and sin. Mm-hmm. Because he did not have that sentence. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Or he broke that sentence. Yes. For us. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Good. And so um, this idea of the resurrection being a, uh, you know, a, a powerful uh, point that we can look to as uh, something that we can, we can say, my faith in God, my, uh, my trust in him, my confidence, my hope in him is, is sure, is, is, is well-founded. I have a good reason to put my faith and confidence, my hope in him. I can look to the resurrection as the, uh, a pointer to that to say that my faith in God is, can, I can put my hope in him uh, because of the resurrection. So having this this framework of understanding what biblical hope is uh, and uh, the importance of the resurrection in it, Paul now uh, uses this to springboard and talk about the the way that, that hope should work in our lives. And in Romans chapter 15, he says, Now the God of hope fill you with joy and peace in believing that you may abound in hope through the power of the Holy Spirit. So this, this God of hope, this one that we can put our confidence in, we can put our trust in, he wants to fill us with that confidence, wants to fill us that we may abound or that we may, um, we may live this hope out through the Holy Spirit. That this hope not just be a theoretical, theological, you know, uh, ivory tower type of idea, but my confidence uh, in God be actually lived out through the Holy Spirit, through His life that is in me, in real tangible ways, um, and uh, that the way that I think about this life and the way that I think about uh, the situations that I face in this life being layered with this biblical hope in God uh, being uh, done in me through the Holy Spirit. Does that make sense? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, it does. That, that would fill me with, he says, joy and peace. And I don't have time in this podcast to get into what <laughs> biblical joy and peace are, um, but this idea that it, this hope and God does things, mm-hmm. real things, and uh, the Holy Spirit does these real, uh, this real work in my life and in, in your life. Uh, when I put my confidence and my trust in Him, that hope produces things, um, and it it does so in real life. Uh, you know, so one of the ways that we can look and see. About that is, you know, when, uh, you know, we have hope in this world, we, people are, they lose things or they ha- put their hope in these things. It causes that feeling of loss, causes them to have, you know, go into maybe depression or to, um, you know, uh, feelings of rejection, all these type of other things. But instead, what biblical hope should do is should produce joy in our life. Um, and should produce a peace, um, which he talks about later. That peace that which passes understanding, or that is not a doesn't based upon logical. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, it goes wh- back to that Abraham story. Like even if the worst happens, yes, I'm okay with it because it's all in control. I have this confidence in my God. Yes, I have this hope. Right. Yes, and that brought a peace mm-hmm. uh, to Abraham that. The outcome was he didn't have to worry about the outcome. He didn't have to fret what was going to take place. Um, and so um, this idea of what we uh, put our hope in, 
I guess what I want to say is what we put our hope in has practical outworkings in our everyday life. And if our hope is in things of this world, it's going to impact the way that we live. But if our hope is in God, that too will be shown in the way that we live and the things that we do and the and, and how we approach this world and our lives. And it should be a witness. Yes. It should cause other people to say, What's going on with you? Yeah, I mean, because they don't have the same hope as, as you and I, right? They mm-hmm. don't have that same hope at all. Their confidence. Yeah. I think that com- word confidence has really mm-hmm. stuck with me. Yeah. Their confidence is in so many other things of mm-hmm. this world. That will fail them. That will fail them. And when the same thing happens to them that happens to you, so we have this exact mm-hmm. same identical situation, okay? So um, I'm just going to pick an example here. Mm-hmm. Um I'm going to pick a job loss, okay? So you and your coworker, you both lose your job, but their confidence, their hope was in that job, and your hope and confidence was not in that job. It is revealed in that moment uh, as a clear indicator that, oh, there's something different about me and you, because while I am uh, you know, l- losing my mind, and I, I, I have no future, and I have no hope, and uh, I've lost everything that I have you know, thought was my hope, mm-hmm. I've lost it. You're, you know, while you're, it's not ideal. It's not what you'd like. It's, 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 it's concerning. You're not in despair. Your hope is not gone uh, because you, uh, your hope was never in that job. Does that make sense? You see how that, that real outworking of that can be, shows a distinction between those who put their hope in God and those who put their hope in things of this world. Another way, uh, indicator of, of biblical hope that we can uh, point to, uh, not only uh, point to God himself and his faithfulness and the resurrection of Jesus Christ, but just as we can put our, our hope and our confidence in God for his faithfulness, and we put our confidence and faith in God because of the work of Jesus Christ upon the resurrection, biblical authors use this idea of hope to talk about the second coming of Jesus Christ. So Titus, uh, speaking about hope, he, he says, looking for that blessed hope and the glorious appearing of our great God and our Savior, Jesus Christ. So this idea of blessed hope being uh, the return of Jesus Christ, the second coming. And so biblical hope is something that is, it's, it's, it's you know, in God for his faithfulness, and it's in the past for us in what Christ has done, but this biblical hope is not just backwards, you know, in, in, our, uh, in our history, but it's forward-looking to the return of Jesus Christ, that his, his return is, uh, we, we as believers right now have our hope in the second coming, that he is returning, uh, that he has, uh, just as he said he would, that he would return. And so we hope in a, or we put our confidence in the fact that he is coming back. Our confidence is in the fact that he is going to come back and he's going to judge the, the earth and he's going to, uh, you know, set up his kingdom on this world, in this world. And, and that my hope is not in, you know, trying to right every wrong here on earth and to uh, do, you know, make this earth the, you know, a perfect paradise. That That's God. God's going to do that. And I don't have to, uh, my hope doesn't need to be in trying to um, make those things happen. My hope needs to be in the fact that Jesus Christ is coming back. And it will happen. And it will happen when he comes back. And my hope, my confidence is in the fact that he is going to come back just like he 
uh, came the first time, just like he, uh, you know, rose from the dead, that this future hope that I have is just as sure as, uh, you know, the hope that I have in him as his faithfulness and just as confident as I have in that he rose from the dead. And so this biblical hope is a future-looking hope that what God is going to do in the future, uh, that he is, he's going to come back. And, you know, it's one of those things that I think we, uh, I don't want to speak for everybody, but I think in a lot of uh, Christendom, we have gotten away from this blessed hope um, as being this, um, this moment of uh, what the fullness of what God's wanting to do in history, and this this hope being, uh, you know, it used to be that you'd hear preaching about the second coming all the time, you know, and it used to be this thing where it was this big, the church looking for the the return of Christ and and it seems to me anyways to be that this that our hope slowly but surely may have yes. have have gotten to be more earthly centered and more um you know uh how can we make heaven on earth now yeah yeah and instead of no 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 our hope being in the fact that he is coming back and i can't forget that i can't put my hope in things that are temporary or, or finite, but but I gotta get my hope back to the fact that um, he is coming back, and when he does, he will he will right every wrong, he will judge uh, every uh, thing and put things right, and uh, the judge of all the earth will do right, and I don't have to worry about that. But my hope is in the fact that he is coming back uh, to, and that hope produces joy within me. That hope produces, um, I can rejoice in the fact that although things may not be like I'd like them to be now and may may not uh, have worked out like I'd like them to be, and there's wrongs against me, and there's all these, but my hope is in the fact that everything will work out in the end because God is, Jesus is coming back. When, when you have confidence, you, d- you don't worry. Mm, exactly. You, it, it brings a sense of security mm-hmm. and knowing who you are, where you are, what is going to happen in the sure. future, and, and you're okay. You're at yeah. peace with it. Exactly. And you're able to have joy. Sure. I don't have to, uh, to work things out. I don't have to make things, manufacture things uh, in, in any certain way, but to, to rest in that confidence that he's coming back. And he, and and when he does, um, he will he will right every wrong, and he will judge uh, the judge uh, the world. And so, uh, my joy is in the fact, and my peace is in the fact that my hope is in. It comes out of oh, my joy comes out of that hope in God. My peace comes out of that hope in His return and that he is uh, going to fulfill and do everything that he said he would do. This hoping in um, the return of Christ, it uh, it changes everything for how we live now in this present world. Um, Paul, talking to the Galatians, said, For we, through the Spirit, by faith, are waiting for the hope of righteousness, that we, uh, we, are, we are waiting for this, this hope of God making everything right, in the end, it changes the way that we live and respond to the things that we face in this life. That when when people do us wrong and when hard times come in our lives, and they do, our response should be not to uh, you know 
lash out out of anger or to, you know, try to get vengeance, you know, vengeance is mine, saith the Lord, right? This idea of, no, uh, my hope, my confidence is in the fact that God is going to, uh, he hasn't abandoned this world when he left, but he's coming back to to make all things right. And so, so I live this present world, I live in this present world with a confidence in the faithfulness of God that he is who he's always been and will always continue to be who he is, and that his sending his son and the re- that resurrection is validating that fact that I it, it is reasonable and it is logical to have my hope in him even when this world says it would be illogical or situation says it's illogical what God has done through Jesus Christ makes my hope in God completely logical and then playing that out living that out in real life with the understanding that my hope the fullness the completion of my hope is going to take place when he returns mm-hmm. and that my hope is not finished yet in him because God is not finished yet, that God is is still working in human history and that there is a blessed hope that's coming. And uh, just as confident as I am in those other things, uh, events that God has done, I ha- can have that confidence that he is coming back as well. And, and and that ought to that ought to have real fruit for how I live out in my my everyday my everyday life. And so uh faith has to do with the things that are not seen. So I I can't see God um but my I have this conviction about who he is based upon his revelation and what he said. He's revealed himself through creation and through his son, Jesus Christ. And so uh, I have faith in, uh, uh, I have this conviction about who God is, and my hope brings about a, uh, a way of living and brings about a, uh, a, a firm foundation for how I walk and live in this life, knowing that God is going to do all that he said he's going to do, and I don't have to worry or fear uh, what others may do or what um, Satan would do, right? This idea of, you know, Satan, the prince of the power of the air, oh, he's doing all these things in this world, oh, we should, no, 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 don't be afraid, right? Hope in God. Hope in the fact that, have your confidence in the fact God's coming back. And he's gonna judge Satan as well. Like Satan's not getting out of this. <laughs> yeah, he's going to uh, be judged, uh, and all those who would work for him are going to be judged. Don't don't get uh, caught up in what Satan is doing and uh, and what uh, those around who would want to do evil are doing. Hope in God and hope in the fact that God is going to return uh, and set everything at right. That that is. Um, that is wrong, going to set it right. And so what the nature of hope, what it does is it expects something. That confidence, it's, uh, it's, it's a... It, it builds an anticipation. It builds an anticipation, right, to, to live in a certain... To live in... Live that out in a real sense to... Because I believe, I have faith mm-hmm. in this, that I will um, live it out in a real practical way, you know? This is a silly illustration, but you know, say I told you that uh, I had a million dollars for you, right? Okay. And you, your, your um, confidence in whether that was true or not would be played out by your actions, right? Okay. Now you know me, <laughs> and you know I don't have a million dollars, yeah. right? And so you wouldn't put any type of real hope or confidence mm-hmm. in that. You're not going to go buy a car. You're not going to go buy a house. You're mm-hmm. not going to go do anything with that money because mm-hmm. you don't have any you wouldn't have any confidence in the fact that I'd have that. But say I'm uh Bill Gates or somebody mm-hmm. that has lots and lots of money, you know, and I tell you, you know, uh, I'm going to give you a million dollars. Hot dog. Yeah, yeah. This is life-changing <laughs> moment. Yeah, yeah, it changes uh-huh. things because of the one who said it Ooh, and the good. confidence that you have based upon whether they're going to actually come through with that or not. 
Now, I know that illustration breaks down a little bit because you may be mm-hmm. like, I don't know if Bill Gates is really going to do that or not, right? Yeah. But but you understand the analogy that that having this hope in God, this confidence in God, I can I can live my life in confidence, and I can I can die in confidence, knowing that He that begun a good work in me is faithful to complete it. Mm. That faithful, yeah, that exactly, and that that even death itself does not separate me and does not does does nothing to change what God has done because God through the resurrection right we talked about that earlier has defeated that and so I don't have to no need to worry fear or I don't have to um, allow um, this life or things around me to to change my hope or my confidence in God but it's firm it will never change and I can live in confidence knowing that my life in him is secure no matter what may happen. There's a lot of layers there. Mm, there was yeah. a lot, but that that's exciting to mm. me. And I'm, uh, I'm able to put confidence mm-hmm. yeah. in God in that way. And I'm a uh, man, hope. Yes. That's, that's awesome. Mm, well, hope in God. Uh, I don't know where you're at or what you're going through today, but I just want to encourage you that if uh, you're feeling... Uh, uh, hopeless, that uh, push back into the, your hope in God. Maybe uh, situations or circumstances that you've put your hope in in this life have disappointed you and caused you to feel hopeless. But if you will put your hope in God, you will never be disappointed and never be uh, left uh, without a confidence knowing that God is in control and He will uh, keep you in whatever you face in this life. Thank you for listening to this episode of the Questions of Faith podcast. If you like what you've heard, please consider subscribing and write a review on your preferred audio platform. That would really help us out. This show was produced by Brad Stevens, theme music by the band Liquify. Questions of Faith is a ministry of Faith Tabernacle Assembly of God located in Denton, Texas. The goal of this podcast is to equip the modern-day Christian with answers to timeless questions. If you would like to submit a question that may be highlighted on the show, you may do so by emailing us. That email address is questions at ftdenton.com. You may also submit a question by messaging our Facebook page, Questions of Faith Podcast. And until next Monday, God bless.